Howard Lindzen is the founder and general partner at Social Leverage. All opinions expressed by Howard and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Social Leverage or Stock Twits. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for decisions. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. Hey, hey, Canute. Hey, how you doing? How back. It is uh, Panic with Friends. And uh, how are you feeling about life today? Life's pretty good, um, all, all things considered. We're being very careful. Have, Can we talk uh, about your genius son or no? Uh, we, we could. So your son, Nikolai? No, not Nikolai. I'm my youngest one, Marcus. Oh, Marcus, the little guy. The little guy. With diabetes. Yeah. Got himself a 31 on the ACT. Yeah, he just... Look that up. That's like, I, I, I got a 13. <laughs> I thought 13 was good. Well, I, you know, it seems like 31 is Well, in Canada, they flip the numbers. And they flip the numbers. So 13 yeah. is like genius level, like well, Eskimo. Top 20 is supposed to be... I, I mean, I, it's I, mean 90, I need to look this it's up. It's got to be 99th percentile. He's 95th and above somewhere. So 95th. it's good good news. And you, when I asked you, so you were a complete nut job like me we just we drank and smoked oh yeah completely so where do you think he I got mean, it from from his Mrs. Mother, mother's side of the family Mrs. obviously Knute. yeah Mrs. Knute. yeah exactly <laughs> so that's a fallacy too just like the dentist from london <laughs> I, I i really read the wrong internet <laughs> i'm reading t- america's internet yeah, exactly. i'm not reading global internet i thought it was the world wide web i think everything link that i open is like from nebraska an opinion from some guy in nebraska. Arkansas. yeah i've insulted pretty much every guest and I, and I really am not that mean a guy. But you're you nice know at, me. But you're nice about it, at least, when you insult people. <sighs> I got a lot of thank you notes to write. I got a lot of apologies again. This podcast series has just created more apologies for me. <laughs> the uh, Well, congrats to your son. Well, thank you. I'd say let's go party, but we're uh, quarantined. So I saved the money. We'll do a face, money. We'll do tell FaceTime my, party. Tell him one day I'll, I'll get a, Tell him one day there'll be something for him. Like the... Uh, like the uh, like the Mallorca uh, hotel guy is never going to see anything from me. <laughs> I'm running around promising people stuff. And, uh, blaming on the virus. The uh, All right, so we're going to have one of my really good friends on. Most interesting life in a most interesting way. I don't know if you've met Paul Tro, but he's one of my best friends. I believe we have met. He was a lawyer to the lawyer. I mean, this guy has seen panic and stress of bankruptcy attorney for retail restructuring for retail in New York City at the top firms and as a consultant now for his own firm, Concilium Advisors. I don't know what Concilium means, but I think it has conciliary in it. There's some Italian background here, I think. Uh-oh. Yeah, a little, little Sicily uh, action, but we'll ask him. So Paul lives as semi-retired golfing, smoke cigars in New Jersey. He talks to me about the market every day. And he is uh, someone I panic with and uh, have a kibitz with uh he's like uh uh like a, a mentor and a, uh, a father to me so let's get him on the phone we got the number paul trope coming up hello dr traub oh howard how are you nice to speak to you <laughs> welcome to panic with friends just lean back you can you don't even have to put out your cigar this is a f- smoking zone whatever the hell you want to do 
What are you doing uh, now? I can just picture it, but you tell you tell my six seven listeners what they're what they could be seeing. <laughs> I'm sitting in my office looking at paperwork. I've been in that to. office. Been in the office, yeah. looking at piles of paper because it doesn't seem like I want to do any of that. Yeah, and I'm looking out the window, waiting for the uh, squad cars to go by before curfew. No, I'm just the curfew. Oh, curfew. Yeah, have they put uh, lamb's blood over your door yet? Pretty soon. The worst news we got today was that our golf club is opening up on Friday, but no carts, no caddies, no rakes, and uh, can't touch the flag sticks. Is that golf? No Jews will show up. That's how they keep the Jews out. (laughs) First they kick the Jews out. This is a unique way to get us out, Paul. (laughs) Do you want me to write a firmly written letter? He's going to be glam everywhere on the golf course. It's going to be chaos. <laughs> the yeah, uh, yeah, I don't even think you'll do that. But it is a beautiful no. course. What is it, Edgewood? What's the name of the course? Yes, Edgewood. Yeah, I've played so, there many uh, a time. It's fabulous. The um, and so I imagine, like everybody else, you're a little bit panicked because you're, you're yes. you have one foot in the grave. You're what, seventy five, seventy six years old. A little younger, sixty-eight, but I feel it's, I feel it's old the oldest it. person I know. Wow, like a, <laughs> I probably am. The uh, uh, but you have young kids. You're you're a go-getter. Yes, got, uh, like, it's uh, that's the nice. We'll let our part. viewers do the math, but tell tell us about your your two kids, sir. I have a sixteen-year-old, uh-huh. and I have an eighteen-year-old, mm-hmm. and uh, they're both. Uh, being at home school, they they're, have remote learning. Their computer, the schools have all Apple computers, so they're zooming into their lessons and their tests. Mm-hmm. We started that on Monday. Are they zooming? Are they actually zooming? They're zooming. It's amazing. And, and they probably didn't know what Zoom was two two weeks ago. Not even close. They not even no close. Idea. Like people think kids know this stuff. This one they didn't know. They did not know that, and they they're actually. Uh, <laughs> Uh, really upset with the idea that I might not be going back to school. I know. Uh-huh. Rachel's very upset, mostly about walking across, getting her diploma, and she earned it, and she's, she's very upset about it. You know, Eric is a senior, my mm-hmm. oldest son, and he's upset about it. The idea of sort of like, you know, the end of high school is a big thing, and then all of a sudden just sort of like morphs into college. He's really upset about it. Now, you've already picked out someone for your daughter. Is that still a thing? The redhead. <laughs> Is she talking to you? Yeah, because I liked the kid too. I hadn't met him, but I liked everything that you had said about him. <laughs> You've been grooming this kid. Uh, well, now that she's home a lot, I, they FaceTime. So I've, uh, I, I walk oh. in when I'm saying goodnight to them, and I, I see them. This is actually not bad. Is she talking to the guy? No, not that guy. She's talking to the guy. No, she's, oh, oh the redhead. No, no, he's got That's, a different guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was that guy's not, that the range marriage was, was not a good idea. That was the shtetl yeah, was not a good idea. She went for a uh, an Italian kid, and uh, he's actually a nice kid. So I'm I'm reasonably happy. For him. <laughs> that's pretty good. Reasonably happy is good. Rachel brought home a guy too. Reason I, oh, nice. I, I, I enter I answered the door in a speedo and a cowboy hat. I said, come on in. We sound alike. I walked into her bedroom. He, he was supposed to stay three days. He stayed a day. Didn't have to even look at him funny. Just showed up. I could use some tips, but I, so far I like him. That's and, the tip. Uh, like everybody else, I'm 
housebound and I'm spending more time with my wife than I ever imagined. And I'm spending a lot of time with my kids. So did you, so if, have you, have you gone to the gun safe at all or no? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that because there are. It's a friend of my wife. Divorce rates are going to go to the roof with this quarantine. Well, this is the big issue is like actually her her, her good friend's um, husband has. They have guns in the safety deposit box. Sure. And the the their son that came home from weird. college. Oh, it's all the way to the bank. Uh, like put it in a safe, but in your own house. And so she She's the only one with the key. So both her son and the husband want their, her to go to the safe deposit box and get the gun because she's afraid that people will steal their things because of some outbreak of lawlessness here in the northern <laughs> suburbs of Bergen County. Well, yeah. First thing they do is take the rakes out of the bunkers. The next thing is they shoot people in the foreheads just <laughs> randomly in the street. <laughs> I mean, there's no in between. There's no in between. We go from no rakes in the bunkers to mass genocide. I, 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 you know, I, <laughs> no one. <laughs> that's, that's the tipping point. I, it's a tipping point. It's funny. I hear Canute. Uh, you do hear Canute. Yes, that Canute is right. Is, like made this been, show possible. I, this is like I didn't want to miss the opportunity, but my my father-in-law is Knud, uh from Denmark. I was about to say Danish. Yeah. So is he upset yeah, with the thing. real? Which one is the real one? Because the oil money was stolen from Denmark. So is your father upset about that? Huh? <laughs> the fucking Norwegians stole oh. that money. I can't imagine Norwegians beat anybody and they outsmarted them for the oil. That is probably a very sensitive topic. I, oh, I is it? Canute, it's not sensitive to Canute as he no, wears his gold K chains. Canute's got gold chains on my Canute. He's like, and he says, down with Denmark on one of his gold chains. Is that, is that thinks that's inappropriate. No, Canute. my father was 93 and he wears a cloth tie when he goes to the dentist and a jacket. I mean, oh, okay. uh, very old. Very Who are these Danes they're talking about? What's that? Who are these Danes they're talking about? Yeah, we don't they're care about acknowledged Danes. The V-Bros. You know what? Golf courses in Holland, they have Danes rake the bunkers. <laughs> I mean, in Oslo. <laughs> oh, there's not a Danish person around to rake my bunker. That's where you guys. Isn't that like a bad day for you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, Canute is well, making. I'm trying to do a banter in all these interviews with Canute, so I, I just couldn't resist. He that. has the best father. temperament. Like I'll do this Paul. with Ivan, and Ivan was so mad at me at the end of every Momentum Monday because he goes, "Why are you making fun of me?" I go, "Ivan, no, I'm not making fun of you. You're smarter than me. Can you just lighten up?" But like the Bulgarian <laughs> sense of humor is, he thinks I'm like picking on him because he's Bulgarian, whereas Canute <laughs> totally gets it. We're just goofing off. Well, anyway, the hard part for me, uh, we've been thinking about this all, all day. Oh, you've about been thinking about whole, Panic with Friends? You're the first guest to actually I've put been some listening into to, it. I listened listen to Fred Wilson today. I'm now completely up to date. Um, How did that one come the, off? It's hard to talk to Fred because he's got, you could talk about a thousand things. I know what I want to talk to you about. With Fred, you could talk about a thousand things. He is, uh, I mean, you've had some incredible guests. Um, so I've been doing a lot of thinking, about, you know, about one thing, which is the hardest part, I think, is not knowing when the end is. Uh, I think people could, if you told me that I had to stay in the house for two weeks, I could handle that very easily. 30 days, I can conceptualize that. Till the end, early May, I have to count the weeks, that sounds okay. But if I said six months, no fa no kids, no wife, you'd go, lock that down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you. Stay in my house that. without my kids and my wife? Yeah, I'll take a year. I don't think so. I, I'm, not, I, I'm more needy than you are. Oh, you're more needy? I am huh. more needy. I, 
a couple a week away with them is fine. But uh, you are a good dad. I'll say I try. That. But, but isn't that the hard part that it's that there's not, you know when Trump said yesterday it could be August. It wasn't even like five months, like you just said. It's like August. I, mean, I have to even count how long that is. Well, how can we believe him? He, first of all, he said it was a hoax. Then he said warm weather. And now he says August. I mean, it's just depending on what he reads on Twitter. So so you're holed up in the house. You're watching CNBC. I know you're nervous because I get texts. And I'm like, I'm trying to be honest with all my friends because you guys look sometimes follow my advice on stock ideas because you have nothing to do when there's you know, golf courses closed. The, um, so I've been really nervous. And now I'm like, you know, my, uh, you know, nibbling away here now. And uh, the I'm not nibbling. Yeah, you've seen your share of panics, though. So I want to get into your background. Uh, yeah. Concil- Concilium Advisors. It's got mm-hmm. it's got a Tuscan, a Sicilian type of conciliary thing, right? How did you come up with exactly. that? Uh, it was the idea that I could sort of get people who uh, couldn't agree to agree, and I would be good at that. You are the best. So getting people that couldn't agree to agree, mm-hmm. that is the opposite of what lawyers stand for, but you are the lawyer's lawyer. You really are there to get shit done. You've gotten shit done through so many cycles. So I, explain your core competency in the prime, in fighting weight, Paul Trobe the type of battles <laughs> that you were doing? Um, I'm a tough guy. Um, I'm not afraid to uh, give my point of view. Yep. Um, but I'm a deal maker. Yep. I, I, I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, I don't have time to, if you, if you want me to be involved in something and you're, you know, you need the last nickel or the last penny, I don't I'm not have the, the guy. attention span to do that. Yep. I, I'm not interested in it. I don't want to do it. And I'm, don't pride myself on I'm, I'm somebody that tries to find and has for you know common ground and uh, I was a I was a bankruptcy lawyer for 30 years wow um, I formed at that in time, New uh, York in Manhattan in Manhattan mm-hmm. um, I actually um, <laughs> I actually tried to sell uh, I was the, the lawyer for the creditors in FAO Schwartz and I tried to sell that company to Donald Trump yeah so that's I a great had, story I had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that story. And then um, the recently it was more uh, Toys R Us. You did you worked on? I was involved in Toys R Us to a degree, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, basically, what I was good at is uh, selling retail assets, understanding, um, and I think it's germane to what's going on today. Right, understanding what the value of things were and how to get there, and make an assessment of. You know, is there a business? It was a bankruptcy lawyer, a turnaround guy. The first thing you had to figure out, and they tell your client, which often didn't agree with you. Well, because they're emotional. Like Alan was a bankrupt. My wife's a bankruptcy attorney too. That's why you guys get along. But they're so emotional, right? Like they think they're very emotional. Us. Yep. So what I used to do, my trademark thing was, I would, I would, I would go to. Buy, it was this place, Papyrus or whatever the name of the store was. But that was oh, the paper back. writing store. A yeah, paper writing store. Yeah. They had these nice. Uh, little leather books, like, yeah. you know, five by nine or eight by 11, whatever they were. Mm-hmm. I'd go, I'd meet with the client, and I'd say, This is your book, my gift for you. I want you to write down on the first page, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. And it can change. You, this is your book, you, you make changes. In it. But if I, if I don't know what your goals are, I can't help you. And if I, once you, we articulate them together and we're, we're clear on them, if I don't agree with them, I'm not the guy. 
I can't help you. But if we come to a realistic goal, I can try to help you get there. And the first question is always, what's the value of this business? Does it belong in the marketplace, and can you run it? And that sort of dictated the course of where we would go. If it was uh, like an effort, uh, that's why I represent the company. So if the company was not the right person to run it because it didn't have enough money, then I had to find an investor. I had to get the bank to lend more money. So that sort of laid out the path for the solution. Uh, Figure out if there's a business, and if there is, how do I get there? Uh, Do I get money from banks? Do I get private investors? Do I get the owner to put up additional capital? How big a company can it be? Not much, much different, which is why I like working with you, working with founders in, in venture companies. I mean, it's undercapitalized businesses who have lots of peril, lots of different things in their way to get to wherever steps they're going. And you have to figure out how you get funded, how big you can be, how to staff yourself, who to partner with. It's very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, You'll be talking to a few of my founders in the next uh, few months. First time in 10 years, you'll uh, be busy advising. Well, yeah. I mean, the cycle has come upon us. Well, you know what? It's it's really interesting. I, I, I take very seriously you're going to call me, so I gave a lot of thought to it, watched it. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I think it really is all about liquidity. Uh, what we're dealing with now and what I always dealt with in my career is understanding liquidity. Mm-hmm. Now, we can, you can watch television. They can talk about, you know, we're going to inject liquidity into the system, and guys like you and other your guests, they really understand what that means. It's kind of above my head. I get it, but it's not like what I do. Mm-hmm. To me, liquidity is, let's say, uh, since we just have Canute on, so let's say Canute, you and I own a building. Mm-hmm. Okay, Don't do it. And we don't, don't own a building. It. It's deadbeat. Okay, sorry. Oh, sorry. Forget you weren't Canute. asking my advice. Uh, okay. Alan, say you and Alan have a building. Oh, divorce. Okay. Divorce. Alan and I have a building. No, that's a fight. Okay. Go back to Canute. Have, okay, Canute and I have a building. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and Actually, we have a strip mall. And we have... Um, eight or nine tennis. We have the pizza guy. We have the, uh, the nails person. We have the tattoo parlor, massage. Tattoo parlor and a gun We have a few of those people. Yeah. And then an order comes down that all the restaurants are closed. Only for takeout. Uh, the foot massage place and the nail salon have to close down because it's too much disease transmitted. So we, we look. We look at each other and say, well. Um, five of our seven tenants, um, they, they can't do any business and we're a couple of days away from an order in which everybody's going to have to stay in place and that order is going to go for a month or so, however long it's going to go. And then we get letters from all the lawyers and they say, um, we're not paying rent. We looked at our leases and there's this force majeure clause. We don't have to pay any rent. Knut and I, I guess we're still partners. We say, what are we going to do? We, we finance this with the bank. Um, when I get any rent, we call our lawyers. They're probably right. So they can't pay their rent because they want to be liquid. We need to pay the bank, and we're not getting it from them. So either we have to go, we have to, go to the bank and say, we can't pay. Uh, we need you to uh, waive the interest or defer the interest so that we can stay liquid. The bank goes, look, uh, I have to make money. I, I can't, if I If I don't if I waive your rent, I have to 
report that you're on a non-accrual basis, and therefore I'm in violation. Hmm. So I need the government to do it. So when you look at the liquidity issues that arise out of our current crisis, each one of these people, our tenants, Knut and I, the bank, have legitimate issues about we want to be liquid. And the only person, only entity that can provide liquidity at the end of the day to the extent that they're solvent is the government. Because... We're going to let our employees, so and I also say, by the way, we have some employees, we're going to let those go. Uh, we don't need them to service or collect or repair the things. We can't use those. The businesses, they're letting their employees go. So this is a liquidity issue on the most base level mm-hmm. that I don't think we've ever seen before. Never seen it. Everybody's a liquid. For small business. It's tsunami. And... You know, when you look at it on a, uh, you look at Apple. I mean, can Apple afford to um, not pay its employees for a long time? Absolutely. Yeah. Can, but these people can't. Mm-hmm. So who who picks up the bill at the end? Or do we let everybody go broke? So that it's uh, it's mind boggling to think about it. Um, but the only person, only entity that can do it is the government because they are borrowing money for nothing. It doesn't cost them anything. Like in the last crisis under TARP, they they lent money for nothing. It doesn't cost them anything as long as the Fed buys the debt. It's really almost a, a costless transaction. So we have to decide as a society how deep in the hole do we want to get. Uh, well, we've made that decision now. We're just, just going to dig to China. We're digging to China. <laughs> We're screwed. We're it turns out Bugs Bunny was on to something. The other, if Bugs Bunny was still alive today, they would just we'd be in China and there'd be money flowing in from the hole from the United States. That's basically what T bills is. It's fucking amazing. Looney Tunes had it figured out sixty years ago. <laughs> I just, I, I really don't know. You know, we don't know what's on the other side. But you think, boy, you'd be busy right now, but. But the big company, it's its really a different shock because this shock is going to create a lot of havoc for people that just couldn't have possibly seen this coming. They're just, they're just the joy of a small business is, is going to be in turmoil. This is akin to, to this is war. I mean, even, even Trump is using it. It's like, well, war against the germs and the virus. But it really, we are shutting down. New York, de Blasio just said, I don't know, in the last hour that, He'll know in the next 48 hours if there'll be a lockdown like in San Francisco. I mean, it affects a cleaning lady. I mean, I have to be nice to my wife. She'll be cleaning. I have to tell the cleaning lady I'm paying her for as long as it takes because she has no money. So it's a matter of like people being generous um, for those who don't have and whether we are going to get bailed out. Because people, if we don't do something, you know, after a month or so, and this goes on for like six months, I don't know what people are going to do. I mean, we can handle this for a couple of months, in my opinion. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't know. So um, I'm not worried. I mean, I have a lot of wine in the house, so I I can dig into that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ellen would say she has a lot of wine in the house, that I'm home a lot. That's the wine. (laughs) <laughs> so, so have you, um, you're semi-retired, but you have income, so it's not like the stock market's your thing. You, you, no. love, the, you love the market, so correct? 
I love the markets. I took your advice, thankfully, and I went to every... I have a couple of money managers. I have some alternative investments, which is good. Yeah, and we're uh, going to talk about Yabba Dabba Doob, because you're a young man at heart. Yeah, but so keep yes. going. So you have a, an advisor and... I have many different advisors. I have a few different advisors. All the advisors of money that I have managed, I said, I, I want to be 50% cash. Mm-hmm. So I feel, and I, you know, you make some hard decisions. You look hard at the decisions, that, hard decisions. That's why I like selling on the way up. It's not as hard because when they're well, going down, like a, a few of the ones like Disney that I just got stuck with because I just like the brand. And then you just wake up one day and they go from 150 to 90. And it's just like, you know, you got to sell on the way up because it's really hard to sell. But I own down. Nike through you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a separate account for that. And I, I, I when you said you were selling Nike, I, I had a longer way, or some of your Nike position. I yeah. I had a longer way to get to 50%. So I, I sold Nike, I sold Disney. I mean, I was really upset about it because I like the companies. Yeah, but you can't be upset. You don't run the company, right? Like of all people to know this stuff is you. Like you're when you went into a company, you went in in trouble and they had to listen to you. You were in control. You're not in control of these other companies. And I can't love them. So I I just got rid of all the things. I went through everything I had and I decided that I... But you kept the family. Yes. Could could you have gotten rid of half? (laughs) You kept me. I'm still on speed dial. uh, You're still on speed dial. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm an optimist and I I know we'll get through this, Mm -hmm. but I... I don't know when we're, when we're going to get through it. I, I, I really don't know. Do you remember the first time, business-wise, you panicked? Because you were supposed to be the cool hand in the room. But do you remember the first time? Uh, yes. Uh, 2008, I panicked. Um, I panicked. How did it manifest itself? Because of client well, stress I, or because of your own? Both. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at that time, I, um, I felt that I was, I was making a lot of money. <laughs> And I felt that if I could, I was in the markets, and I felt that if I could just make one more big score, so I was margined up, so I had margin. And when it came crashing down, I was not sophisticated as I am. I'm more sophisticated now. And I I took a bath. Uh, so that was very upsetting to me. Uh, I had a lot of per- few personal issues in 2008. So that was... A very, very, very sobering time. I was, I'm much more well equipped to handle it now. I was, I'd never experienced anything like that. So that was, that was, fortunately at that time I bought a lot of gold. And I don't know why I did, but I, that, I got the whole gold run from like 600 to 1900. And I sold it and I was back on my feet. But it was, I was young and I really felt that with one more, you know, it was a lot of froth in the market as you, you know, better than I do in 2008. And I, just said, if I could just get this a little bit more, I, I will have a lot of money. And uh, it really went the other way, so that was Interesting. Upsetting. So it was a little bit of greed. It was a lot of, of it was It was your top of the world type thing? It was top of the world. Well, I was top of the world. I was making significant money. And then the law firm I, I was working with collapsed. The guy I was working with, he collapsed. I went from making you know, a very substantial income to having no money and a lot of legal bills. Mm-hmm. And then my assets so very were similar, down. like today. Yes, for people today, you've been there. Even though you're I've a bankruptcy there. attorney, you've been on the brink. I was, I was in bad shape, yeah. and uh, I, I made a deal with my wife, and we said, "No more margin. Um, be sensible." And I, so you really I, are aggressive. 
I'm a very aggressive guy. Um, but I'm not as aggressive as I used to be because right. I'm older and I can't run as fast as I used to. Um, Unless you're so, chased. Uh, I'm chased, I wasn't surprisingly fast. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not chased as often as I used to be, though. So I, I, I look, I, you know, age mellows you. It really uh, does because when I knew you the first go around, man. I was scared of you. I was just like in awe. And, you know, you were working with these animals that I know. And I worked with animals. I mean, I put $500,000 in your, before Social Leverage 1 I invested with you. Yeah, but, I mean, you knew how to deal with animals. You trusted me, but I was like, why is this idiot trusting me? Like, you kind of had, I was like scared of you because of your knowledge. and But you understood taking risk more than even maybe I did. I was involved. Well, I wanted to be so much part of your world because I didn't. I said I, I know that these other companies we were involved in a lot of Garmento companies and Polaroid and a few other things that we would invested in and the fun that you were in. Mm-hmm. But I, I I didn't know anything about your world, and I said that's I need exposure to that because that's, I was right knowing that was the future. Yeah, I just had to get there. So I said I met you, and I think your friend Peter Cardassus. Um, He's hilarious. Yeah. He's, he was on the show. He was hilarious. Is Peter's ready? He's as funny as you. Yeah, we're going to post I mean, you two guys, like the three of us, if we did a daily show, there'd be like a lot of baby blue people listening, people <laughs> in baby blues. And so it'd be a very interesting audience, but it'd be funny. You two he guys. was on the advisory board of your fund at the time. And he, yeah. I, I said, oh, that's a guy. First of all, he had a wicked sense of humor. He was wicked really sense of humor. So I liked him and I said, I'm in the right spot. And then... Uh, that didn't work. Your social There's leverage no platinum. Of your own. You're, the that highest, that was... you're the highest level social leverage platinum for referrals. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, know, I know where to send people, which is you. <laughs> yeah. I've had a great experience with you, and uh, I learned a lot, and uh, I'm continuing to learn. And so how? So tell me about Yubba Dubba Doo. Thanks. Tell me about Yubba Dubba Doo. Right, so when I, I love that uh, name. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, when I, um, I don't know, Sometime in the early 2010s, I guess, I decided that I really didn't need, it wasn't really 2010, about 2012, I really decided I really didn't need a regular job. Um, I, I still needed income, but I, I didn't need a regular job. So I set up a consulting company, which is Concilium, mm-hmm. um, to just advise banks and other people on jobs here and there using my expertise that would provide me an income. And I said, if I have that income based upon what I think I have, if I invest some money, I, I need to find other things to do. So I, a couple of friends of mine were sitting around. I said, do you get offered a lot of deals? And I said, I really do. And I said, how about you? I said, I really do. <laughs> and I said, but, you know, I, I don't want to invest in anything unless I think I could be helpful. And he said, how could I be helpful? And I said, well, I know if anybody needs financing, I know all the banks. If anybody needs some appraisals. I know all the appraisals. I mean, I know a lot of people I knew. Mm-hmm. And um, I met some two other people who had similar sort of abilities to solve problems. I said, why don't we just sort of pool our ideas together, our opportunities? We'll sort through them because now we'll have three sort of different types of disciplines. And um, we'll only invest in companies that we think that we can either make a difference in or we're going to learn a lot or hopefully both. Um, and so one of the guys said, I love that idea. Yabba dabba doo. I said, that's the name of the company. <laughs> and it was like, a, you know, obviously a friend Flintstone thing. So yeah. the first, 
Yabba Dabba Do was the Yabba Dabba Do group, which was my first investment in social leverage too. Uh-huh. And I now have Yabba Dabba Do group and Yabba Dabba Do one through eight. Wow. So what we've invested in, I guess, well, Yabba Dabba Do group has like three of us. So I've probably done over 10 different investments. Um, and you I'm coordinate the only, everything. You're the only GP. I coordinate everything. I charge the massive sum of $100 uh-huh. to do it. Uh-huh. And I bring in people for every investment that I think can add value. And uh, I think we have two investments with you, and we've invested, you know, anywhere from like a hundred grand to I don't know, almost a million, like almost two million bucks mm-hmm. in deals. Mm-hmm. I do other deals besides that, but I, I, I have, that's my little investing group. So I have Concilium, I have the Abu Dhabi Do Group. Mm-hmm. And then I have, you know, just me, the Paul Traub entity, where I, I've invested in um, a couple of the, some of the deals I've shown to you, but yeah. other deals that I, so I've, I've grown. I've become, I, 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 what I've learned is a lot from you, Howard, to be honest, is that I, um, I listen. You <laughs> I are listen a great listener. People. But that's, I, I think, the lawyer training. If anything, I wish I'd stayed in law school was uh, just, the reading and listening. I just was anti-law school because it seemed like a lot of work. And I was just going through. But you have very good instincts for it. It's like this whole series that you put together, they, they, one, you know, one thing that they teach you, or I, I, I've always believed in, is that if you have something that's bothering you, if you're stressed out or something you want to learn more about, the best thing you can do is solicit other people's opinions. Yeah, especially if it's free. <laughs> well, you have this unique way of it. I've watched you interview people and, you know, live. And it's if you can share your thinking with other, hopefully, people smarter than you are, you're going to learn a lot. And if you're willing to be a follower sometimes and not a leader, yeah. uh, as you say, you have a good example of when you, you want to be the pilot fish. Yeah, it's the best example in nature. It is. It's mean, it's fantastic. So I brought my wife and other people to some of your things. And that whole idea, you don't have to be the lead fish. You just have to be know who to follow. And sometimes you're the lead fish, but you know, sometimes more you often have to be the lead fish, correct? Sometimes you have to stick your head out. It hurts, but you got to stick your head out. Well, that comes a lot with raising your children. I mean, yeah. uh, you can be the lead fish with your wife, or she can. But I mean, somebody's got to guide them, yeah. and uh, so. Uh, that's what I do. I have this uh, little consulting business. I do less of it than I used to. I have a bunch of investments, which I, I do. I still do a little consulting, enough to pay the bills, pay the golf. And is um, anybody nervous in the house, or you guys just feel everybody will get through it? Everybody's feeling good? Uh, I think everybody at this point um, feels that... Uh, uh, I'm I'm not out of control. I mean, they talk about some of their friends, parents who are losing it. Uh, they're upset. They don't know what to do. They're younger than I am. So I think they feel that there's some stability here. They they, they come to me with their uh, unique issues of like, what happens if I don't go back to school? And you know, can I go out? So it's a challenge. I mean, I, I they're basically okay. The uh, well, this was this was a treat. We'll have you if I come up with another serious idea, which may just be a restructuring week. If this goes on too longer, you'd probably be the uh, consulting would have to be a sponsor of that. But uh, we're happy to write a check for that. <laughs> in the end, um, 
you've seen this happen before. This is kind of a tsunami, and it's going to be a, a mess for people. It's hard because the, the poor people don't have the resource to get themselves out of trouble. The rich people can hire someone like you. So I don't know. It's going to spawn some interesting consulting businesses. But I uh, think it will. There's a lot of panic out there. But uh, Well, thanks for doing this. I, uh, I really have gotten a lot of comfort being home and listening to pretty much all the shows that you've done. Oh, great. And I've gotten a lot of comfort out of uh, hearing people calmly say that, you know, this will end too, which it will. Yeah. But uh, I worry about, you know, friends of mine who have small businesses and are less experienced and uh, either knowing where to turn to for advice or resources to get and not feeling comfortable for themselves that it's, they know how it's going to end. Yeah, you've been to the movie as well. Whew, been to the movie. All right. Well, on that note, uh, be well. We'll, we'll I'm, I'll talk to you tomorrow, but uh, I won't talk to you live. The uh, thanks for being on uh, Panic with Friends. Uh, great. Thank you so much. Great, thanks, Paul. great episode. Great contributor. Uh, thanks for everything. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks, for, bye. Thank you, bye. Ma. Ah, a lot of wisdom. Yep. The uh, he's going to be busy taking calls from me. For he'll be talking to a few of our founders, obviously, in the in the next six months. You, you know that stuff's going to pop up, so you need people like that in your network. Honestly. You don't need the young version of him at seven hundred dollars, a thousand dollars an hour. I need the retired version of him, which is like I'll do it for free. free. <laughs> <laughs> which is the world. Everybody's yeah. paying it forward. He's paying it forward. Uh, it's like you with your Clio awards. They're all going to use making this show. Exactly. Who would have thought the Clio awards would have led you to producing this thing? We're going to talk about the Clio Awards. That's cool. Someday. All right, buddy. That's another one. We'll uh, be back soon with another one. A lot of panic with friends. Hopefully the panic, we're like, I don't know, day 10 into this panic. And uh, the VIX think is back under 80 today. So uh, let's hope for the best.